Hey everybody, what's up? This is Bob from Dork Trek, letting you know that my debut comic book from Action Lab Entertainment, Monty the Dinosaur, is on sale at comic shops all over the country right now as we speak. You, listening to this podcast, can walk into any comic shop in the nation and buy my comic book, Monty the Dinosaur, right now. So you know what that means? That means you should do it. You should go buy my comic book, Monty the Dinosaur from Action Lab Entertainment. And if they don't have it at your local comic book shop, then tell them you want your copy of Monty the Dinosaur in your pull in your shop. Do it today. Don't wait. Do not hesitate. Do it now. Monty the Dinosaur, the all-ages romp, the smash hit, the well-reviewed Monty the Dinosaur from Action Lab Entertainment, on sale now at comic shops throughout this great country of our land that we live in. Get your copy now. Do it. You will not be disappointed. It's a dinosaur and his friend, and they do silly stuff. What's better than that? You know what's better than that? Nothing. Monty the Dinosaur, on sale now. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. DorkTrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. How strange. Yeah. Happy. Uh, so, so but, but was Whoopi putting him on blast? Like, why would Whoopi? No, no, no. She, she, she was uh, bragging. Uh, he had a big screen. Now, like, did she talk about Sam Malone that way in in the memoirs? I'm uh, not in the one that I read. So. Sam Malone. Because remember when Whoopi Goldberg and Ted Danson were a thing? Oh, yeah. That's a weird thing. Like to even say that in the year 2016 to say that Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg had a thing just sounds weird. And she not once said, you know, Ted, maybe blackface isn't the way to go tonight. And the weird part is his career, <laughs> his career survived that. Like his career couldn't survive that in two thousand. And if if somebody did that in two thousand sixteen, it wouldn't happen. Like wasn't wasn't Becker post blackface? Yes, yes, he got more jobs. He's he's done Becker, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Bored to Death, all after blackface. And Mel Gibson can't get a solid employment. Come on, just from saying some bad stuff about the Jews and sugar I tits. I know. Come on. And threatening to put his wife in the Rose Garden. I'll put you in the Rose Garden. He can make a comeback. I heard his new air. He did not want to go to the jacuzzi. I do not want to go to the jacuzzi. <laughs> I, um, that was one of my favorite memories of terrestrial radio. I remember listening to that. Chapel, we were at Ocean Breeze Fun Park, and Chapel was playing the clips for us, and it was amazing to listen to. That was the best show. I want to go to jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the fucking jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you in the fucking rose garden. <laughs> yeah, but Ted Danson has had, I would say, I wouldn't say more success because it would be hard to equal, you know, cheer success. But right. he's had a pretty good career post-blackface. Would you think, though, that, okay, one, it was a different time. Oh, totally, it's a different right time. on the cusp. But it also yeah, black lives didn't matter back then. So. Yeah. No, not nearly as much as they don't now. <laughs> but um, you also had uh, the fact that he was super popular from Cheers. And so he had that that celebrity capital, that, you know, after it got chopped up, he could still kind of. Which honestly, like Cheers, Cheers was a great show. Mm-hmm. It really didn't 
give a lot of credibility in the black community. No. <laughs> I can't remember a single black character from Cheers. No, at least Mary- in Boston, to be fair. At least Mary Tyler Moore had John Amos just sitting on the side every every now and then just sitting there just Yeah. Just earning a check. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, he had a family to support up uh uptown. No, 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 no. Different different not not different same. universe? Different universe. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. Different. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Ted Danson. Yeah, it's crazy to me that his career survived that. I'm sure if he could go back and redo one instance of his career, it probably would be that. Yeah. <laughs> probably. I'm not sure though. Ted Danson. It could have been, you know, it could have been Becker. It could have been when he was in Thailand and he banged those three guys. Allegedly, I don't want to get sued. Allegedly, (laughs) (laughs) well, he doesn't talk about it. Allegedly, I don't even know this story. It's it's not out there. I mean, but every celebrity has gone to Thailand. Oh, that's right. He was on CSI for a while. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Wow. Okay. Wow, he's done everything, and he was on Fargo. Oh, the series. (laughs) Yeah. I still haven't watched that. I really want to. I've heard it's really good. When did he do the blackface thing? It's not even on his Wikipedia page. That's how nobody cares. Like, it's yeah, uh, not on there. They're brushing it under the carpet. Well, you know, because he's white. There is no... It says, while a guest on Arsenio Hall, he met Whoopi Goldberg in 1988, whom he described as sexy and funny. The two became friends co-hosting Safe Planet Earth video. Um, however, upon filming Made in America in 92, they became romantically involved, which heavily featured in the gossip tabloids. The, cu- the couple also appeared in Rock the Vote TV special. Uh, Dancing experience, there you go. Negative press in 93, as he appeared in blackface at the Friars Club comedy roast in honor of Goldberg. In his monologue, Danson made exclusive, excuse me, extensive use of offensive racial stereotype and used the N-word. Oh. Uh, more than a dozen times and ate a watermelon. <laughs> and Goldberg defended the sketch, explaining that she had helped write much of the material and referred Danson to the makeup artist who painted his face. She was totally setting him up. She just wanted to, like, ruin his career. It hey, didn't work. It'll be hilarious. Do it in blackface. Didn't work. But they broke up um, uh, November 5th. <laughs> so this happened This happened uh, October 8th. They broke up November 5th. So it was like, hey, Ted. Some tried to give him black dick, but it didn't work. <laughs> hey, some of those jokes went a little too far, Ted. This is over. <laughs> but you wrote it for me. No, 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 it's over. Now, see, what I didn't know about was Howard Stern... And uh, George Jefferson recreating the oh. Ted Danson Whoopi Goldberg moment. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Leave it a stern. But yeah, so um, so yeah, I don't know how we get to talking about Ted Danson. Uh, Frank Langella. Frank Langella and Whoopi Goldberg. Big cock. They got it on. Big white Italian cock. Yeah, because he's in this episode, and I love that. I mean, he's one of those actors that, like, you know from everything, but you couldn't name four things he's been in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew, as soon as I saw him, I was like, hey, it's that oh, guy. guy. <laughs> Wasn't there a movie, it was like The Gift or something like that, right? The Gift like, of Gab. Uh, I think, uh, what's her face? Pepper Potts was in it. Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't remember her real name. God, I used to know her name until you said that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't remember. Jesus. Um, seven. The lady who got her head cut off in Seven. 
Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the singer chick. I can remember everything else about her. She was married to the guy from Coldplay. Yeah. <laughs> they, had an, they had an uncoupling. Yeah. Not her name. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, yeah. What was the name of the episode? Homecoming. Home. Homecoming. Uh, the, I like when they had the big parade on the promenade. And, you know, yeah, that you, was fun. Yeah. You know, and then Garrick is out there and they're like, hey, the homecoming queen. And it's like, wait, what? It was just. Crazy. You guys are assholes. <laughs> Seriously, you guys, you guys are jerks. That's not funny. Um, he was in Frost Nixon. Okay, mm-hmm. he was in that. Yeah. He, won, he won a bunch of awards for that. He wow, he won African American Film Critics Association for Best Actor. That's how shit. That's how shitty black roles were in nineteen in two thousand and eight, where some white guy won Best Actor at African American Film Critics Association. We gave it to some white guy. Um, well, to be fair, he's not really white. He's Italian. He's Italian. Uh, so. I guess. Maybe- Maybe the award was for token white guy. <laughs> token white guy. He for was a token t- white guy in a Spike Lee joint. <laughs> the nominees are John Turturro, John Turturro, and John Turturro, and Frank Langella. Um, he won. He was in Muppets Most Wanted. I haven't seen that one. Ooh, I never saw this one. He was in The Box. That's the um, the um. What's in the box? The Richard Matheson film. That's a good. Oh. Uh, that's a good short story. Um, he was also oh. worth like you open up the box and then like somebody dies or something. But something. Oh, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought it was the gift, but it's the box. No, yes. Yeah. Something awesome okay. happens for you, but somebody else eats it. He was in was, Superman. He was in Superman Returns. He's Perry White. There you go. God damn it. That's, yeah. He's a good Perry too. Yeah. He was also in a movie called, and I'm not even making this up, House of D. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny wants to live in that house. I, I was in that movie, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm. The House of D. We'll watch it later. He mm. was yeah, House of D. Nuts. D's nuts. That was a BBC production. <laughs> <laughs> He was also in uh, Dracula. He played Count Dracula in 1979's Dracula. Makes sense. I could see that. He's kind of like a knockoff Christopher Lee. I could see that. Oh, hey, 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 hey. We don't have to disparage Frank Langella or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Uh, uh, you have to say it real Italian if you want to say it Frank right. Frank Langella. <laughs> we don't have to uh, vilify Frank Langella to make uh, uh, the other guy look good. That's not cool, man. Not cool. Not cool. I'm just saying Christopher Lee did it first. Yeah, so. No, Christopher Lee wasn't the first Dracula. He was the first in color Dracula, wasn't he? Uh, oh, no, you're calling him colored. Whoa, ben. <laughs> well, I never. Ben, I should have guessed. Tom was a colored boy, could be a Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> I, I feel very Blackula, actually. A Blackula. Now, now, what if your grandma was the first colored Dracula? What would, you, what would your grandma say if she saw a Blackula? Blackulars. <laughs> Blackulars. <laughs> I, I feel very happy about the fact that that spread. Like I've heard other people use Draculars. It's like, in that blood. It's, it's in that Blood Feud comic. I swear to God, like uh, the one that Cullen Bunn wrote that Drew Moss drew. It's in that book, and I saw it, and I was like, "That's Ben." But I don't think you and Cullen know each other, so I'm not sure how he. Well, yeah, but I taught Drew Moss about the Draculars. Draculars. <laughs> The track and Anton. Anton is uh, associated with Cullen Bunn. That's true. Yeah. 
the Draculars. So you're t- so you're saying that it was all you. It's my grandmother. I'm into that, mm-hmm. dude. Every, every time I hear Draculars, I, I just <laughs> my grandmother lives on. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm happy for you. So the Draculars. Well, Maybe in Star Trek Discovery, they'll talk about Draculars. Well, before we get started on this, that yes. is the news of the day is Star Trek Discovery. What happened? I didn't see anything. It has been postponed. What? So the what's happening now is they're going to show the spinoff of uh, A Good Wife. What? That's going to be taking its place in January. On now it's true. And Star Trek Discovery has been delayed until May. Why? You haven't seen any casting they, or anything like that. Right. They, they're still casting the damn thing. They haven't named any of the principal cast. They haven't done any shooting yet. And they said that they want this to be... They want this to have the production time that it deserves to make the best product possible. That makes me nervous. I feel like they're getting cold feet or yeah. something. Yeah. And, like they didn't make enough money off the movie and they're like, let's just kind of take our time. With well, it. when they released that little 10 second video of the ship leaving the planet and everybody went berserk, they were like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> we write everything. We actually um, have to produce something good. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just pretend like we never said anything. <laughs> Oh no! That that was that, that ship leaving the asteroid. That that was a fan film. I that was that's, that's why we sued the uh, Axonar guys. All right. How long will it take for people to forget about this? They just keep pushing it back and pushing it back. May of t- until it's actually the twenty third century. <laughs> It'll be out in May of two thousand and never. <laughs> wow, that sucks. Because I was really looking forward to that. Yes, and that's pushed back. Wow. All right. Um, I don't think it'll they should happen. at least produce one episode. You know what I mean? Like, and well, I mean, we were talking last week, Dennis. I don't know. You weren't here uh, because you were doing like real life yeah. stuff. I listened to the first half, but I I just started watching Stranger Things. So I didn't want to get in any squad <laughs> from the second half of your episode. Yeah, did you finish Stranger Things yet? No, nah, I just watched the first two episodes. Right. So, anywho, um, we were saying I don't know what we were saying. There's no cast. Like, there's yeah. no information. Like, what is this show? Well, that's, that's what's the deal with these people. When they announced it, I was talking to Jenny about it, and it was the first thing I said was, "We just talked about this with Bob last week." That well, we haven't heard any casting. Nope. Anything? Nope. Yeah, they probably they probably approached Angela Bassett about it, and you know, all the rumors got out, and she saw how stoked everybody was for it, so she asked for like. A shit ton of money and they're like we can't do that no no what happened was is she said she's not going to be available for filming until february and they said that sure but i heard it's just going to be the whole they should. if that's the case and they should do that the captain is going to be ted dancing in blackface <laughs> he's playing i don't know if you've watched uh transparent his yet, name his name, yes his name is going to be captain edward and he's going to be in blackface and he's going to eat watermelon on the crew on the ship and he's going to be like oh lord it massive <laughs> he changes his name. watermelon ice cold. <laughs> changes his name to Klingon Jim. It, 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 <laughs> watermelon ice cold. <laughs> I need to be some watermelon juice, computer. <laughs> oh lordy, this is good. <laughs> Even his uniform is like a watermelon. <laughs> it's it's red with green. <laughs> 
and then Whoopi Goldberg would come out and be like, well, I wrote the episode, so it's okay. And then they're going to break she up. She totally breaks the fourth wall. She yeah. comes out as Whoopi Goldberg from The View. She's hey, like, look, it's Garden. No, I'm just Whoopi Goldberg, everybody. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you that I signed off on this. It's cool. As yeah. the, the spokesperson of black people everywhere, this is okay. I'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. This is great. Yeah. Ted Danson, everybody. They're going to be on the USS Robert Bird. It's going to be, going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so let's let's talk about the uh, first episode of season two of uh, DS Nine called Homecoming. Uh, who wants to start? Well, <laughs> so Quark is being shady, right? Of course he is. With uh, Odo. He's slim and, shady. And he, yeah, but this is a new level of shady because he's uh, basically, give, he's ratting out criminals. Yeah, which is cool. And Odo, you know, like, yeah, we found the stuff. You were telling the truth. We arrested people. And uh, I guess he explains it to his brother, though, that, you know, what was it? The 77th rule of acquisition? Mm-hmm. 76. 76th. Yeah, to declare peace and confuse your enemies. Because I was thinking, like, are, are the rules of acquisition written down anywhere? Like, all of them? Because I want to see them by the book. There's, a, there's an actual book? Yep, back in the 90s they sold. How, how canon is this book? It, it's, I wouldn't claim it as canon, but it was, it was, put, it was put out by Paramount. It was put a license. out. <laughs> But you can go to, uh, I think Memory Alpha actually has them, the majority of them listed. And right, well, well, like, oh, this came up in this non-canon source. This was from the, but they've got most of them. Well, we which, should, is, which is more canon, the uh, Rules of Acquisition or Leffler's Laws? Well, which ones have been listed? I mean, if... We've got quite a few Leffler's Laws. Yeah, I don't know how many Rules of Acquisition. Got, we've got a quite a bit more of Rules Tr- of Acquisition. Trick a blind guy into falling in love with you and murder a bunch of people. I think that's the first one. Um, we should come up with our own rules of uh, acquisition and make like a Twitter hashtag. <laughs> I like it. New rules. Yeah, new rules of acquisition. Uh, always. Like Bill Maher take yeah, off. Always put it in the butt. <laughs> That's for poop in 2016. Yeah, that, that. Don't ask mouth. <laughs> always. When putting it in the butt, it's always better to ask for forgiveness. <laughs> <instead of> permission. <laughs> so true. <laughs> well, I think that's number 69. Bro. <laughs> oh, they're all number 69, baby. <laughs> uh, I believe bros before hoes is another yeah. rule. <laughs> It goes without saying, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, Acquisition of that punani. <laughs> I'll let you, boy. <laughs> but yeah, so um, or the D, or the D house of house house of D. That's right. So yeah, so uh, the uh, so uh, Odo and Quark get off on a weird step, yeah. but it's also Quark being Quark, which is cool. I dig him. Yeah. So I mean, he's just doing it to to confuse Odo, which is cool. Oh, yeah. and o- then Odo's got to sleep in his bucket being all 
you know, uh, unsure. Like, are we really friends now? I wonder if I should ask him out to lunch. Is he my only friend? I mean, like, because dinner would be too formal. Maybe coffee, like a Sunday coffee we can go to, because that's very cash, you know? Maybe get to a movie. A lot of pressure. Yeah, because if we go to a movie, we're just going to sit in the dark for two hours. I mean, I'll be in my bucket. He'll be in the chair. (laughs) Like, you know, so maybe we just go to, like, coffee, like Saturday afternoon coffee. Yeah, low, low profile, bro, low profile. Go to the the, the replomat and uh, yeah. just have some coffees. Some go to, yeah, go to like a space Starbucks and have a latte and just chit chat for a little bit, and then be all like, you know, maybe thirty five, forty minutes. He'd be like, oh, I gotta go back to my, I gotta go clean my bucket. Now, does he have to clean his bucket on a regular basis? Why like, does it get what, what? icky? Like, does it get gooey? It always does look pretty clean. Yeah, I think that's because like he's got to polish it or something. I was thinking With he's like silly putty, like whatever he goes in the bucket, he just gathers up all the dust from. So him. he's he in addition to being a changeling, he's a cleaning agent. Yes, yes that's pretty cool. He's a security agent and a cleaning agent. <laughs> His last name is Ajax. Yes, Billy May sells him. Billy Mays. <laughs> it's Odo. Who wants to do cocaine with me? <laughs> I'm Billy Mays. He's a painting. He's a chair. He's a cup. He's also a security guard and a constable on a space station. He picks up around the house. I'm so high on blow. <laughs> oh my god! I need another bump. Look at my beard. Cocaine. It's hard to do that much cocaine and not have residue left in your uh, mustache. You gotta give him credit. Yeah, and now they have like a pretend Billy Mays, who is like, like Billy Mays is a ten with cocaine. This guy's like a seven because he's like on coffee or like five hour energy drink or something. And he's I is I think he's like English or something. And I I think it used to be his partner, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then in one commercial, they were talking about Billy Mays, and then all of a sudden you saw his head floating around, (laughs) like it was really weird. Just like my friend, like the Crossroads video with Easy (laughs) E. You, uh, me, Daryl, and Alan got that joke, and that was it. Boom, 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 boom. That that video had me until that point. I couldn't couldn't not laugh. It reminded me of Happy Gilmore at the end, where there was (laughs) there was the Gator Chubbs, uh, Chubbs, and Abe Lincoln. Lincoln. (laughs) Should have been Easy E and Anakin Skywalker. That would have been all. <laughs> because if that would be the Mount Rushmore of uh, Force yeah. Ghosts in, yeah. in pop culture, <laughs> somebody should do a new special edition of Jedi. <laughs> <you>. have easy. <laughs> oh man! I would if pay I, upwards of two hundred dollars for that. If I knew how to do that, I swear to God, I would do it so fast. Because I could use two hundred bucks. That'd be awesome. Or like when the Death Star explodes, it's replaced by Easy E's head. <laughs> Oh, that would be awesome. Now I just want to see Easy Ian at the end of Jedi. <laughs> that's all I want. Like, that's all yep, I want. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> His Jerry Curl is extra shiny from the Force. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta give Easy credit. Like, 
it was 95 or 96 and he was still rocking that jerry curl everybody else had cut their jerry curl but easy still had his jerry curl no, he was dead before then 95 or 96 was it that what did he die that soon yeah crossroads came out in like 94 i want to say are you sure let's yeah. look up easy I thought he died. This is important. <laughs> he died at, he died at 95. He died in 95. Really? Yeah. Mm. Early or late. That's when the government killed him for, with AIDS, according to other people. CIA, they got him. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, he was a Republican and stuff. Like, why would they kill him? Well, because he knew the truth about 9-11. <laughs> in, in 95? That's why yeah. they had to take him out. He was a time traveler. <laughs> this, this is amazing he was going to spread the truth but first he had to get some credibility yeah because mm-hmm. i mean if, if a black guy with a jerry curl showed up in 2016 telling the truth yeah you you would ignore him yeah but if it's easy e they're like okay but how do we make this more credible let's make him five foot three okay done nah. <laughs> well yeah because you're not going to trust a tall black man no, he's, he would scare you. <laughs> and that's why Prince and Easy E came to us with the truth. Mm-hmm. We just weren't listening, man. Yeah. And now all that is left of the, the dwarfish truth tellers is Kevin Hart. Like so, so do you think so? But the funny Watch thing, out, Kevin Hart. If you, <laughs> you if, next. If you put Easy E in. I hope he doesn't die. Like <laughs> that would be weird. And, and he's also very short. If you put Yoda and Easy E next to each other, they would be comparable in size. Yeah. So, so maybe. The video just replace Yoda with Easy E. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Yoda is Easy E. Yeah, like 847 years before Return of the Jedi. <laughs> or before the, uh, the prequels. Yeah, well, I mean, he's 900 in, you know, 900 years old in Jedi, right? 800 toes, you look good when you do, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother, I will smother. <laughs> but yeah, so, and if you notice, Yoda does wear his pants really low. Yo, Yoda, why do you wear your pants like that? Access easy, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, dude, seriously. Same guy. Think about it. Definitely possible. Think about it. But anyway, let's not uh, get distracted from this great Star Trek episode. Or we can. I don't care. Either way, everybody Everybody wins. (laughs) Now, the only way this episode would be better is if Eazy-E was a Bajoran. But I don't understand, like the Bajoran fascination with 80s fashion earrings. Like, yeah. why do they all look like Corey Hart to me? Like, why? Why? Like, what, like, what he's, happened? He's the Bajoran god. Because yeah. <laughs> you know all the transmissions from now go out into space. Like, all of our television shows and movies that are broadcast over the air, uh-huh. it goes out and, and the Bajorans culturally and scientifically were ahead of earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, during Inns and Rose time, they, you know, Picard made a comment that, you know, they were, you know, scholars and, and great artists and mm-hmm. culturally advanced. When and they, we and they never wore some, they never wore sunglasses right. at night. But 62 years ago, they got the transmission. Yep. So they started wearing sunglasses at night and that's and, when the Cardassians invaded. And, to, and what happened? They never surrendered. He never exactly. surrendered to the, to the Cardassian, so it makes sense. 
Now, do you think Corey Hart sues them for like uh, copyright infringement or like, you know, like, hey, man. I think that's why they never show Bajor at night because <laughs> yeah. everybody would be wearing sunglasses and that, he, that would be the evidence he needs. CBS. <laughs> that's why they got rid of Kai Apaka a few episodes, you know, back because she was going to start wearing the sunglasses at night publicly. Yeah. Had to get, you know, get rid of her. I don't know, man. Um, but, you know, they did find, an, what was it, the, the weird captain with the tight pants? Yeah. Uh, has the earring. Captain tight pants. He's got a great earring. Like, it's like Skid Row earring. Yeah, from no, 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 the, the lady who is. The lady. She looked like a Klingon bug. Quirk. Oh, yeah, 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 that one. Yeah, with yeah. The, the weird metal color stuff. Those earrings, though, are just on point, and they all look like that. Like, it's, it's a very androgynous uh kind of uh, race of people because they all have like the the pineapple haircut and like they all have the weird earrings yeah i mean so like i don't know man well ears are big on ds9 because you got the 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 what the ferengi are all about the umats with you know stroking your lobes yeah stroke me stroke me stroke 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 is stroke is stroke stroke And then you got the Bajorans uh, shaking each other's paw. Yeah. You know, whenever they, they, they touch each other's ears or whatever. And yeah. then you got earrings on there. They're saying, um, uh, what's his name? Michael Pilar? Is that his name? Is that how you pronounce his name? Rice Pilar? Michael, the producer of the show? Pillar? 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 Michael I don't Pillar. know. Michael Pillar is a. Uh, he likes to come in people's ears. That would, yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly where I was going with that. Yeah, I mean, I've never tried it. It could be yeah. awesome. It's not that bad. But uh, Star Trek Inventions well, for you. <laughs> it's much better to give than to receive. It's it's not bad for the comer, but for the comey, yeah, it's quite, you, it's quite I mean, deafening. Just have have uh, I, tips. I couldn't even imagine that. Like, think about what happens when you go swimming and you get water in your ear. Like, imagine trying to get jizz out of your ear. Yeah. That's, that's a tough one to explain at CVS. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you just get you gotta take, get that little bulb thing. Well, no, you get the little bottle of jizz on. <laughs> you wait for it to dry and then you just squirt it. No, in. you can wait for it to dry. Like, what if it gets all stuck up in your eardrum? It, it, it'll be fine. And then you, the just a little ball, like Dana said, and then you drink it. <laughs> mm, delicious. Yeah. If you're out of hair jail, in the ear. <laughs> That's called an abominable snowman. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. Here we come. Literally. <laughs> But yeah, so the the world that's obsessed with Corey Hart will never surrender. And apparently, they find out like um, there's some prison camp on yeah. uh, on Cardassian Four, right? Cardassia Four. Cardassia Four, which would be Rob Cardassian. Is that Rob? Is he the fourth one, or is that Chloe? Which one is it? There's Kim, Chloe, the other one, this guy. Well, is this in order of merit or birth order? <laughs> I think it's birth. Is it birth order or merit? Because Kim is by far the most important Cardassian. But she's the oldest. I don't know. Is the big one the oldest one? I know a big girl. Uh, I don't know. Lamar Odom's wife. Is she the oldest one? She, Lamar Odom dead. He died. He brain dead. No, 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 no. All right. Uh, he took too much ginseng and had sex with a bunch of uh, prostitutes and yeah. uh, some kind of weird stroke. Um, there we go. That's one way to do it. I'm just going to take a shitload of ginseng. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. I know. So, is she the oldest Cardassian? I'm not sure. 
What about Rob Kardashian? Is he? I, I pride myself on having avoided yeah. most of this. I, I make the Kardashian jokes because of the Kardashians. Yes, well, everyone does. I, I, we all did. But I, other than uh, being uh, the homeless guy's wife, oh, uh, the the Kanye guy with the the clothes, yeah, um, I know that, and I know the whole Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner thing. Yeah, so that's that's a lot. Like you already know quite a bit. <laughs> like. I, I've, got, I've gotten that from osmosis and popular culture and people. At Most work. of the rest is just like vacuous conversations. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, yeah. And I know a little bit more about Lamar Odom's wife because he's Lamar Odom. Like yeah. because I don't know basketball Lamar player. Odom is. Lamar Odom was a professional basketball player who played for many a basketball team. Including the Lakers. Yes, and he was a great basketball player. He was great. Okay. Uh, and very he, tall, but very uh, – like he played like a shorter man. Like he yes, had a good outside game. I remember him in college when he played for Rhode Island. Like that's how far back yeah. Lamar Odom. Goes. Like people didn't even know Rhode Island had a university. And I think he only went there because he couldn't get into like Duke or something. So he had to go to Rhode Island. He made Rhode Island good, left and then went pro. And then he went to the Lakers and stuff. And he won a bunch of titles and he was a damn good basketball player. And then he got hooked up with the Cardassians. And then, you know, they took over his, they took over his planet and then, his planet got all messed up. That's the only reason why I know about him. Um, I know so I'm, we're hoping for the same for Kanye or hoping not. Eh, I mean, I, I think Kanye, uh, to be fair, once is already self-destructing. So. Once his mom died, I think that was the end for him. Like, I think he was semi-normal, as normal as he's going to get. Mm-hmm. And then his mother passed away and then he just kind of lost it. Okay. That's my my assessment of the situation. I am by no means an expert. Um, I'm not a mental health professional, but I'm saying you're no Doctor Drew is what yes. you're saying. I'm no Doctor Drew, nor Doctor Oz, nor Doctor Phil, nor Doctor Pepper, nor Doctor Thunder, <laughs> Doctor Perky. I'm none of these dudes. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, Doctor Doom, Doctor Death, um, Doctor Octopus, Doctor Crusher, <laughs> uh, Doctor Brazier. Um, I am none of these, none. But I will say that after Doctor Doctor, to give me, the, I will give you the news about Kanye West. After his mother passed away, I think he kind of went off the deep end. Okay. Um, I think he was a talented fellow. Okay. He writes good beats. Mm-hmm. I think he might be on. He wrote the some good beats for Jay Z. Yes, then. he wrote Jay Z's best stuff. I think. Yeah. Him and Timbaland, who was very normal and not a Star Trek character, but yeah. should be. Like the back of his head. He's was, from Virginia, right? Isn't yes. he from yeah. And the back, the back of his head could be like the, the uh, topographical map of the Klingon homeworld because it's real rigidy and bumpy. <laughs> so anywho, but yeah, so the fourth Cardassian planet, there is a... Uh, death camp or a labor de- camp. A labor camp. Death camp. That sounds so intense. Death camp. Yeah. It's, so, if it's a death camp, it's not doing its job very well. Yeah. We're waiting. We, we haven't finished the death camp manual yet. Like we don't know what to do with these people. Cardassians aren't very good. I mean, the guy who ran the death camp died a couple episodes. <laughs> and once he was gone, it, well, that's management. That's what well, we thought it was from Cardassian. It's actually a near death camp. Yes, we thought it was a death camp for the guy who ran the place. He was going to run the camp till he died. Then, <laughs> we weren't really sure what to do with it, so we just kind of stayed here. We were waiting. We were waiting for the next 
boss to come in, but he died on the way. So he just thought it was a death camp for the so leader. He told the guys, hey, move these rocks over here. <laughs> yeah. And that's, they weren't actually doing anything. They were just like, okay, all those rocks over here, move them over. And that was the first five years. They moved all the rocks. Feel free to use gravity. You know, just put, roll them down the hill. You don't need to pick them up or anything. But the thing was is that the second five years was putting the rocks back. Mm. So it's just they've, they're perpetually just going to so, move. Um, they tried to act like it was like, you know, no, no, these are different rocks. Yeah. Moving the same rocks back. No, those rocks were right up there, man. Like, why did we move them in the first place? Yeah, you, know gonna do, you know what we're going to do? Fuck it. We're going to tell them we moved the rocks and then not do anything for a couple of years. Yeah, 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 we moved them back. Oh, Look, okay. they're over there. Good job. <laughs> they're over there. And they're just living in this this lie. Everybody, I mean, you just go out there and like push some rocks around just so it looks like how a kid will move food around his plate to pretend like he's eaten. <laughs> just kind of like sitting there, just kind of rocking the rock. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, are you guys busy? Oh, yeah, yeah, moving the rocks. No, like, uh, so then um, uh, uh, Kira gets the bright idea to say, like, hey, well, let's go free these people. Well, no, the the earring belonged to Lee Malice. Okay, so so it was an earring. So it's like the yeah. so this episode is like the Notebook. Well, see that earring is very distinctive, I guess, and she did the DNA test on it, and it belonged to Lee Malice, who's like this super historic superhero. Resistance did she do a DNA partner. test on it? Because that was one problem. thing that stuck with me is because it's like she, she looked at it and knew instantly that oh this well, is- it, yeah it was his that she recognized it but then when she was well, it had to be fair it had his picture on it well, when she was talking <laughs> was to say like how do they know and his picture it was his picture it was his yearbook picture like well, when she was talking to <laughs> he said you know it was, it was his glamour shot <laughs> yeah. want to go to war over an earring and so did he you know he didn't see the, the logic in going <laughs> earring. that was really good Dennis. jack said uh confirmed it Yes, but um, they did it very post haste. So, like, yeah, well, how do they know he's still alive? It's just the earring. Like, yeah, I mean, was there living tissue on it? Did they have uh, to go check it out? It was like Ginny had said while we were watching it, he could have. He could have dropped it. You know, it could have fell off his corpse. And you'd be like, well, it's got the DNA on it, and it's it's his. Fell off his corpse. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you don't know. Uh, And we uh, we thought it was a rock, but it's dead body. Okay, so here's the thing that got me from the scene when she's trying to sell Cisco on giving her a runabout mm-hmm. because of the earring, right? They're, they go to the replimat, right? So you have quarks, and that's the bar, but then you have – I don't know if they've called it this yet, but they start calling it this later for sure. But it's the replimat, and it's the place yes. you go to like a little cafe or something to get replicated stuff. Well, just like how they really fuck up with uh, iPads – Yes, he and G. It's like, oh, I've got to read these six books, and you've got a stack of six, you know, pads, and you're like, well, just put them all, on, put all six books on one. They never figured that out. Same thing with the replimat. He goes to one and gets the Rectigino, which is like a Klingon coffee. And then he, you know, when she doesn't want anything, okay, he gets his. Then he turns and goes to a different one, and gets the 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 pastry or the whatever he was eating. Yeah. So he's he's getting food, drink from one food. It's like you can't get it from the same one. What the hell's the problem here? You get food and drink from the same machines at fast food places, Ben. No. Oh, drop the mic, Diddy. Drop the mic. Drop yeah, the but, mic. It, but it's not. I think I think he knew that this was not going to be a 
a conversation that he was going to like. So he could have gotten them both from the same one. He's just he trying to figure out. He's like, okay, I'm just going to get this ruckus. But I think I'll get this blueberry tort too. And I think yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get this nice cold glass. So shut the fuck up! Exactly. <laughs> oh, and then I also got a nice muffin. This one is a muffin. And get the fuck out my face, bitch! Oh, oh hang on. I need to get some uh, some cream for my glass. So shut that fuck up. Here you go. Here it is. This is some cream called. I ain't giving you a ship hooker. And then, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, yes, uh, but then like he does give her the ship, but he makes yeah. O'Brien go too. He's like, all well, right, he makes her let O'Brien come with her. Yeah, yeah. O'Brien didn't have any problem with this. He was well, just not. He, he's got he, some scores to settle with the Cardassians. Yes, and he hates his wife. And yeah, when you hate your wife, you will literally go yeah. anywhere. I will go on this suicide mission. Will I die? Please Is there a God chance? Tell me yes. Promise. <laughs> Because, I mean, you know Molly, his daughter, is, is like the beneficiary to everything. Yes. Look, Cisco, so, if I do make it back, kill me. <laughs> That's what I'm asking you. Like, you know, before they left, he did a couple of dry runs on the auto-destruct. <laughs> right about. It's like, all right, I just want to make sure it works. Make sure this works. He learned from the best back when he was on the uh, Enterprise. Yes. He called Picard. Like, Picard, how do you, what's the easiest way to blow up a runabout? Well, buddy, let me tell you. The easiest way to do it is fly it directly into the sun. If you don't have a star that big, what you could do is fly it into the uh, engines of a bigger ship than yours, which would work pretty well as well. If not, just open the hatch and suck out into the vacuum of space, buddy. It's awesome, really. It works. Trust me. Hold on, I've got another call. <laughs> Hello. Oh, is this still you, O'Brien? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> How do I put this dumbass on hold? <laughs> Johnny, come help me with this. <laughs> I suck you out into the vacuum of space. <laughs> so yes, that's what happens. Yes. But so she gets she gets the thing and uh, but we all we've ignored the circle at this point. We haven't uh, talked yes, about the circle. That was, yeah, hasn't happened yet, has it? Yeah, it, it happened. happened. It happened in the middle of the episode. They're just spray painting uh, uh, after they already left for. Uh, no, no, no. Because um, what's his face is there. Um, O'Brien is there when they yeah. find the graffiti, and he's all like, "I don't see why Carda- I don't see why Bajoran lives matter. Like, why do Bajoran lives matter more than my life? Like, uh, why? Why would anybody? Does, miss- all lives matter. Yeah, don't all space miss- lives matter? <laughs> like, no, just Bajoran lives matter. You know. Yeah, and this is setting up, uh, you know, pretty good thing because it's, it's a terrorist group or a a, a Bajoran first group. Yes. Uh, Called the circle, but it's just kind of weird that these people just came out of years of you know control from a different race of people, mm-hmm. and they have the nerve to feel that they're superior to everybody else. It's like yeah. if you were superior, you never would have been subjugated. In the well, well, I kind of get the whole thing of Bajor for Bajorans, though. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, the whole thing was that they believe that Bajorans are superior to everybody else. Look, we're better. We're better at getting our ass kicked than anybody else. <laughs> we're better at taking orders, and if we're gonna, surrendering, and if we're going to take orders and never surrender, and we're fucking selecting sun- eyewear at and, night and wear. Sunglasses in the evening. We're gonna do it because we want to, not because the Federation tells us so. But I'm putting it out there: if we did, if you did conquer us, you would be home right now. Yeah. And where is that ship of earrings? <laughs> Just single earrings, because we're not gonna wear two. We're only gonna wear one. It's well, very so that was the that was the and and lacy looking. Back a few years ago, Lots they ropes. Were- 
they were watching QVC. They made <laughs> right. Joan Rivers. It was, it was a special episode. God rest your soul. God rest your soul. God rest your soul. They uh, they made the order. Unfortunately, the Cardassian occupation had just started, and they weren't able to get the full shipment in. <laughs> but wow. these are some pretty classy ass uh, earrings, so everybody wants at least one. So they start doing New it. Fashion mm-hmm. But they're all gay because it's on the wrong side, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like this is a society of people that love George Michael. They all wear leather coats and they strum acoustic guitars and shake their butts. <laughs> I'm trying to explain that. For to a Jew. Well, I mean, if you're Bajoran, you got to have faith, right? Mm. And, and, and to be fair, people in the series, they do. They do. <laughs> they have lots of faith yeah. in a father figure. <laughs> Whoa! But she's some Puerto Rican lady. Yeah. Who's yeah. <laughs> not there anymore? Typical, right? Yeah. It led to a lot of. Uh, <laughs> A lot of problems. Yeah. Um, you know, there's factions that are right on the edge of civil war. You know, the provisional gov- government's barely keeping things together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Kira's like, hey, you know, we need a win. We need- what they need is they need to be dominated by a powerful race of Cobra people that can't move their necks. And, I mean, where are you just- going to find one of those? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I four. And, and shirts. That have arrows pointing to their genitals. <laughs> so they land on. Well, they have a, a very hairy encounter, I guess, with uh, some other Cardassians uh, in there. Well, just the the navigational. And that's very. That was a very fun scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, very helpful Cardassians. Yeah. yeah. Which is because I mean, you got to think about uh, Kira and O'Brien's history with the Cardassians. They hate them, son. Yeah, and they've only seen them from you know the the war side of it. So now all of a sudden, you know, this guy's like, oh, do you need guys need to come by for, re- should we send a ship? Do you need guys need repairs? No, we no, can we send a repair. Uh, look, I'm trying to get space roadhead and you're fucking up my shit here. Uh, look, we pulled over to park at the makeout point and I'm trying it's to get some- tough to stay hard when you keep talking. <laughs> I'm trying to get some space, I'm trying to get some space domes out here, bro. And you're fucking, <laughs> fucking up my shit. I'm trying to think about my power signature right now. I'm fucking with the power signature myself so we can pull over and take off some time so I can take you off know, her space. So I can take off her space. I'm my pants right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to fluctuate my dick in my mouth. <laughs> and you're fucking it up, bro. You're being a cock block, bro. Come on, bro. Keep moving, bro. Bro, bro, sit, bro, 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 space fluctuation, bro. That's kid doesn't understand the code for like make out point, bro. <laughs> Seriously, bro, I got my fucking dick in my hand here, bro. What do we do? Like, what are we doing? I just pulled, I just whipped it out. And now you're trying to help us? Help me suck this dick. Help me get my nut. Stop dirty to me. Bro, bro, bro. Killing me. Hang on, I'm going to go get some water. Ooh. Oh, my. Life forms. No, please don't. I don't know what the hell you're doing, Ben. Brent Spiner. Brent Spiner's greatest hits. So, yeah, I listened to, uh, I, I logged into Audible because I wanted to make sure my uh, copy, my copy of this episode of Dork Trek, not brought to you by Audible. Give us some of that Audible money, you cunts. Um, you're too lazy to read a book. Audible. 
<laughs> no, but so I log in and I've got my Samuel Jackson uh, edition of Go the Fuck to Sleep, which is one of my favorite children's books. And uh, I was looking around and they have the autobi- autobiography of Mark Twain, which was the <laughs> you know the whole thing that he wrote and then he was like, don't publish it until everybody I know is dead for ten hundred years or some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Is it of, called On the Riverboat? No, it's called I Hate Babies. But uh, on Jim. So the thing was, though, is that uh, well, it's like three volumes, and each volume is like 24 hours of audio. And the guy who does the reading, I was expecting like our Star Trek Twain, and it's he's nothing like that. So why don't you do that then? Like, what hey, I'm fucking Mark Twain. <laughs> hey, yo, what he's doing? You fuckers don't know what it is over here. So I'm on this fucking raft, right? And I'm going up this river with this uh, this docky kid. And so we got to get up mm-hmm. there. Boat. Mm-hmm. Sam alone? <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness gracious. I leave for 10 minutes and Ben comes back and he's doing some weird. It's bound to happen at any some moment. Some weird Southie accent. <laughs> <laughs> this guy here. I don't even know what voice that is. Like, I, don't even, don't even close. I don't even ask. Don't even close. <laughs> I, I think uh, sometime in the last month I may have had a stroke because my linguistic skills. I did last uh, night, but but um, it. Uh, I thought Jenny yeah. should have the stroke. <laughs> hey, hand job. So, <laughs> so America. Joke. <laughs> Give him the Billy Squire. No, there's been a lot of Billy Squire references on this song. Yeah. This episode. He owes us some money. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about Easy E. Well, it's like a super group, Easy E. <laughs> Corey Hart. <laughs> Corey Hart. Billy Squire. Billy Squire. Like, that's a super group. Like, Anakin Skywalker. Beat, beat that Rage Against the Machine and Public Enemy. I'd much rather see my band. That was just better. I don't know, man. Chuck D brings a lot of gravitas. He's cool and all. Yeah. But I mean, Easy E, Billy Squire, and uh, Corey Hart, dude, that's, that's some heavy hitters. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's like uh, like hologram Easy E, because he's not really alive and stuff. Yeah. So you've got like Corey Hart and Billy Squire playing, and then all of a sudden hologram Easy E shows up like, uh, what the fuck is this, man? Like, What's happening here? They're like, I don't know. Just go with it. Like, it's hot right now. Like, all right. Cool. They start rocking. That's where you all take the your, one hit wonders. That's where you can take your Bajoran girlfriend. Yes, and they hollow suites. And they land. They land on the space planet, right? After they uh, they they trick the Cardassians by yeah. telling them. So like, they they land and uh, their disguise is, I guess, Kira is going to be a prostitute. She is a prostitute. And O'Brien's her pimp. <laughs> Which is really not Star Trek-y. <laughs> right? And, you know, it's funny because when I'm reading this in the, uh, the, the Memory Alpha, they actually call, you know, O'Brien, you know, pretends to be her pimp. And I'm, it's just like, okay. I think <laughs> the term valet. Valet. <laughs> It took me a disappointing amount of time to figure out what they were actually trying to go for in this scene. Really? Um, yeah, like, I, I'm sitting here watching I think because it's so not Star Trek-like. It's yes. not something that I've ever seen before. So I'm like, wait, oh, I see what they're going for. That's, 
Okay. It was at a place, but it was real, like, grim and gritty almost. You know what I mean? Like, when comics... Is that what, like, Cardassians are into? They like disobedient minxes that they... You're right. Well, they, they need to discipline the Bajoran bitches. It got really hot. Like, I pulled my dick out at that point. <laughs> this is awesome. Like When she was like, oh, look down at my flat chest. Yeah, look at my, <laughs> him my concave head. boobs. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like, he was like, I got to make sure I'm getting what I paid for. You're a dirty slut. And it's like, what the fuck is going? Like, if, if I, if we hadn't come up with the idea to do a Star Trek podcast and I was watching ES9 first, I'd be like, well, this is it. Here, This is our end. Like, he's calling her like a dirty slut. And he's like, get over here, you fucking bitch. Let me pull that little bit of hair you got on your head. Yeah, he's like, it's all kinky. Like... Yeah. The, who had the actor who played uh, 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 the Cardassian in this scene? I think is a real sex creep, <laughs> like for real. Like, how do they cast this part? They bring people they just, in to go. I just, they were filming it. They're like, wait, this isn't in the script. What the hell is going on? This guy's. She was supposed to be like a new prisoner. And yeah. He just. This wasn't her. in the table read. I don't know what's going on right now. They both went with it. He called her a hooker, and like she was really into it. And it was kind of weird, but what it works, I guess. And I I had to move the camera off of O'Brien because my <laughs> it's like this is fucking awesome. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> he was enjoying this a little too much. Fucking uh, Gene Roddenberry's rolling over in his grave. <laughs> O'Brien's humping the force field. <laughs> <laughs> You can only get off by being electrocuted from now on. His little straight, his little curly hairs go straight on the top of his head. <laughs> Why do you think this hair is curly? I mean, you gotta shock me, Keiko. Come on, come on, you fucking bitch! I'll put you in the rose garden. I don't want to go to the fucking jacuzzi. Phaser setting three. Phaser setting three. Stun me. <laughs> So anyway, she takes down the Kardashian pretty easy because there's you know no blood left in his cranium. Well, to be and fair, he he is like masturbating like right in the middle of this conversation. Right. I mean, like if I was jerking off and some flat-chested woman hit me in the head, I mean it would probably work pretty well, right, Steph? Yeah. <laughs> huh? And then just out of nowhere, she punches you right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> What's the conversion rate for two strips of gold fresh latinum? Yeah, because she's like... Is that like a $20 hooker or is she like a... Is that, I'm sorry. Is that 20 hugs or is that 200 hugs? I would say that would be a lot of rose petals because I'd be like, she's there specifically for the, I guess, the... the, the prefect. Yeah, the, I guess it would be the warden. Yeah, the head and guy. The, and the funny part is like, the guy's like, oh, that's about right. Like, so the warden's clearly a sex maniac. This ain't the first time. So like, I think this this base of Cardassians are just filled with like reformed sex offenders. And like, they just, we gotta put put them somewhere. They just leave them here to fuck stuff. It's like, look, it's a sex farm. They're working (laughs) on a sex farm. Sex farm called Dazzy. (laughs) I'm going to hold you down. Working on a SpaceX farm, brown down down, trying to raise some hard love. Yes, so now we can add Spinal Tap to the uh, super group of the show. That would be awesome. <laughs> yes, poking your rocks. 
Yes, they're working on a sex farm. No wonder they look so tired. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a lot of sex going on. Like, Jesus, you Cardassians. If for people who can't move your heads, you guys sure like fucking a lot. But they're very focused in what they're yes. doing. Yes. Well, because, I mean, and when they give domes, it's just. <laughs> It's, it's like the 89 Batman costume. Yeah. Yes. There's no yeah. turning. It's just. It's like the on. perpetual motion bird. Like, just. Yeah. They like sex and they like it a lot. Once they get their beak wet, they just keep bobbing. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the guy didn't, like, hey, wait a minute. He's a married man. He would never get a prostitute. He's yeah. just like, yeah, he likes hookers. Like, we all like hookers. <laughs> like, who doesn't like a hooker? I mean, why'd you, why'd you only bring the one? <laughs> we're out here on the. Are, the is, are you a hooker too, Irish guy? <laughs> like, because somebody here will fuck you, is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you want to make five bucks the hard way, like. I banged me an Irishman <laughs> back during the occupation and yeah. that shit. You hey. Say, yeah. Hey, Irish guy, you want to make five bars of gold breslat in the hard way? Bend <laughs> over. Five bars, you're uh, you're overpaying. Oh, yeah, Ben, I just – I went with – That make a lot cheaper than five I, bars. I went with the form of currency that I'm familiar with. What are they? He, he, to be he's fair, there shouldn't – bring her up for five strips. There shouldn't be any – I mean, in, 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 in Roddenberry's space, they just are hookers because they like sex. Yes. They don't even need money. They just do it for fun. For fulfillment. Really. Yeah. To feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're nymphomanias. Yeah. It's nymphomania. Well, once they take down the one, they get in and they start the rescue. They kick everybody's ass. Well, yeah, because they're Starfleet. And these, you know, sex offenders aren't good shots. No. So and apparently, Cardassians cannot run because that one guy tried to run. And he's- uh, oh, well. <laughs> also, uh, Earth phasers, Starfleet phasers, have a nice kick to them. Yeah, they work really well. I mean, everybody they hit, just, you know, that lift off the feet, thrown back thing. Not like, ah! <laughs> that one guy slid down the mountain. That was pretty yeah. awesome. Broke his gun. They were kicking the shit out of those guys. Like, I don't know what they were waiting for because they shot, they took that first shot pretty quick. And then, like, 20 minutes later, all of a sudden, the other guy started shooting. He's like, what the hell are you guys waiting for? Well, you had to get the reinforcements. And they're like, what? Is somebody shooting? Because when's the last time somebody they were, came? They were all with hookers, so they had to pull their pants back. <laughs> one time. I told you to stop having sex with all those hookers. Let me come first. Damn it. I just want to jizz. I want to get my nut off. Do you know how hard it is to come when you have the stationary neck? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, uh, they escape, but then they're not going to make it. They're pinned down. They got to get back to the ship, and four of the prisoners volunteer to stay behind because this guy is so Lee. Uh, of course, the black Bajoran stays behind because he know, has to die. Because so he has now, to. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is, Dennis. Well, no, because the thing is, is when we get back to the station, and uh, you know, they've they've evacuated the the survivors. Now, did they realize this mission? They didn't realize this mission was going to be so dangerous because they thought they would be able. Because they only thought there was two people on the planet. Yeah, they were going to be able to um, beam them aboard. But then yeah. there was twelve of them, and 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 she's like, I don't know if my pussy could handle all that. So we got to go <laughs> down there. Land. I got to go down. Are you going to fuck all these guys? And she's like, Huh? What? Oh, sorry, Freudian slip. No. The- try. <laughs> I mean, if if everything goes according to plan, I am. What are you, you talking realize about? how important he is. There are a couple of ladies here. 
I've got to carry his seed and his child to term so we can have a new Cardassian or excuse me, Bajoran leader. But you're you're said you were gonna blow him. You can't get pregnant that way. She's like what? semantics. Hello, <laughs> what are you? T- I like cum. God, what? <laughs> you don't hear me yelling at you when you're drinking all that synth ale, do you? You fucking asshole. You can't replicate cum, and holographic cum is not the same. Taste it tastes digital. You can taste the bits in it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's and kind that, of metallic tasting. Yeah. yeah, it's like putting a bunch of pennies in your mouth. Too many zeros, not enough ones. Yeah, I need some jism all up in my throat. (laughs) I'm going to snowball them. (laughs) Sex farm woman! So when they get back from the sex farm, uh, Kira comes into... That's the best thing ever. Kira goes to Cisco to tell him, you know, what was going on and he's already on the phone you, you know, should have seen all the sex farms down there <laughs> you gotta face, go he's facetiming with goldicott oh my god this place makes riza look like uh, the vatican next thing you know <laughs> that all the Titans boy fucking <laughs> rikers going at warp 11 <laughs> she'll fly apart sir fire apart then yeah shut up as long as my cock makes it <laughs> He looks like the Riker from that uh, the episode where all the timelines overlapped. He's got the beard and it's the ship's blowing You can't send us back. I know there's a sex farm here. <laughs> there has to be a sex farm <laughs> in my mouth. Like if they would have made the 2009 Star Trek movie about the sex farms, that would have been a really... I think we all could have got on board on that. That's a whole different red matter altogether. <laughs> <laughs> you come so much, blood comes out of your dick. And that's well, I mean, when you make a black hole, I just... Your butthole. Mm, put the red matter in the black hole. <laughs> Sex farm woman! <laughs> Sex farm. Jenny, that was awesome. You are the MVP of the podcast for that one. That was great. Hey, if I can get one in, then... <laughs> that's what I'm I say every night. <laughs> That's Anyways. awesome. Yeah. Jesus says, yeah. That is what you say right now. <laughs> so, yeah, they get back, and uh, Ducat apologizes for having prisoners and uh, is going to return the ones that stayed behind. He said, hey, look, I didn't think you guys would find out. I'm really sorry. Yep. But we're not closing the sex farms. So I mean, we'll send back the guys. They've who- decided to stay <laughs> <laughs> because they realize that they're not going to get all this sex on Bajor. Yeah. Now they're volunteer sex farm workers. <laughs> yes. Now they've now on Bajor they've started this like weird Peace Corps thing where people just go to sex farms. They just want to go there and have sex all the time. So uh, yeah, we win the. We've taken over your planet again. <laughs> That's how it happened the first time. It was like, God damn it again. <laughs> Why do we fall for the sex farm trick? Gah! Because it's so great. I love them working on the sex farm. <laughs> Agriculture is important. Yes. We got to learn how to grow sex. <laughs> working on a sex farm. I, I'm not even lying. I listen to that song once a week because it's on a, it's on a Spotify playlist and I love Spinal Tap. Mm-hmm. Like the band, like the movie's awesome, but the band is really good. Like, I love Sex Farm. 
It's amazing how they took like just a total joke of a band and just they actually make listenable songs. Yeah, I mean the songs are really great. Like uh, uh, Big Bottom is a great song, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Give Me Some Money is an awesome song, and Sex Farm, and you know Shark Sandwich, and Stonehenge. Like Spinal Tap, fucking rules. Like they're a great band. Now, could you get Easy E to dance around Stonehenge? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could. Stonehenge was in danger of being trampled by Easy E. I. They're so they made it taller than five foot three. <laughs> there are two types of people in this world. People that find Spinal Tap funny and people that do not. One night I was watching Spinal Tap with my mother-in-law and she is one of the people that do not find uh, Spinal Tap funny. And she was looking at me like I was retarded because I was laughing at the things that were happening on screen. Like even, st- even stuff as simple as like when Billy Crystal's one of the mimes and he comes yeah. back and he's talking about that shit is hilarious. Yeah. Like the sandwiches. I mean, they get fucking <laughs> like what is happening here? Like, this whole movie is so awesome. Dana Carvey is also a mime in that movie. I didn't well, realize that. Yeah. Dana Carvey is one of the Dana Carvey and uh, Billy Crystal are mimes at the, oh, that's awesome. yeah, they're the waiters at the party. Mm. God, I love that fucking movie. If you ever watch the DVD, the um, like the special features, they have like an extra movies. Worth yeah, it's of- awesome because yes. they, they run it all together. So like it's like getting two movies. So you get like the yeah. actual theatrical cut, and then as opposed to every time they cut a scene, it stops. It's like a whole nother feature. It's fucking awesome. And there's some great shit they took out, like all the stuff with the herpes. That's awesome. Oh, I might have to watch that movie. I fucking love Spinal Tap. I want to single with my flesh toss torpedo. I'm going to make a joke about starting a Spinal Tap podcast, and that way we can see it, you know, happen by somebody else. So. Uh, that would be a weird, because I mean, like, I don't know what you would do. Like, you would review Spinal yeah. Tap, you would review the Simpsons episode, and then Nigel was in some, uh, some volkswagen commercials and that would really it would be a really short podcast it would have to be like a christopher guest podcast i love he's a guy that guy's fucking awesome you know billy best in show best in show is such a great fucking film dude waiting for guffman's amazing yeah like that one i think ballroom though like you know obviously spinal tap is at the top of the list for me but best in show is is christopher guest christopher guest and billy crystal on saturday night live back in the early 80s yeah it's one of my favorite things because they would play the uh, the two creepy guys. It's like, you, you, you ever you ever get that uh, the hangnail there and then and, and you pull on it, pull on it. Oh, I hate when that happens. And then it escalates. It's like, you ever, you ever like take your leg and like pull up over your uh, shoulder there? And you take a cheese grinder and you just 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 grind up <laughs> in the tub and, and you you accidentally have some alcohol in there and it did. Oh yeah, I hate when that happens. And Harry Shear is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it always blows me away that, you know, these guys and their connection to The Simpsons. And oh, Harry I mean, Shearer, yeah, Harry Shearer. Like, oh, mean, my God, you're 90% of the show. Yeah, he's awesome. Like, when he threatened to quit, and I guess he did for a while, you're like, fuck, there goes, like, nine Garrett great characters like that. Yeah. If anything ever happened to him or Hank Azaria, your show is yeah. fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because as great as Dan Castanella is, he can't do all the voices. He does a lot of them. I mean, they probably have enough audio that they could just sample you know take <laughs> and create well, they, do you know how long that would take well, well they're trying to write a computer program to do it for you yeah. sure. they're trying to do that with uh, major barrett on so, trek well no so we can do uh we can have 
like your GPS or your phone talk like Star Trek computer, which would be cool. They're, they've got enough phonics. I, I would want mine to sound like J.J. Abrams and then drive me into a, the river. <laughs> when you were blinded by the lens flare on, on the oncoming traffic. Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a deuce. But yeah, um, yeah. Spinal Tap rules. Harry Shear is awesome. And who else rules is this lead Darlis uh, guy because he, he goes out for a sandwich after he gets back to the station and takes a shower. Again, I'm going to go to Space Wawa. Uh, and it's yeah, Hoagie it's Fest. A, it's, it's Hoagie Fest. I mean, what a time to be free, right? The Hoagie Fest. I hear they got turkey bowls now. He, in, he instantly becomes the Wawa space person. <laughs> because I mean, great is only people on the East Coast are going to understand what we're talking about. Only East Coast to, like, Pennsylvania to Virginia. Like, it doesn't really go that much further out. Yeah. in Florida. Sheets, Wawa. Yeah, that's right. They do have a Wawa. They have Wawa's in Tampa, because, yeah. 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 So, it's a place that has MTO. So, if if you you have... ATM? (laughs) You You got to have a place with MTO, and that's what... Yes, to mouth. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) MTO. Ass to mouth, yeah. Mouth to orifice, yeah. So <laughs> while he's while he's uh, doing the mouth to orifice with the replicant, he gets a crowd, and uh, they all start blowing. Yeah, each other. I mean, people want to see this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're you know, I would totally go ass to mouth for you. Yeah. Thankfully, oh, uh, Frank, seeing uh, missing you, seeing missing you. <laughs> Frank Langella, uh comes in. Yeah, he just comes out of nowhere. He's like, hey, I'm Frank Langella. How you doing? Yeah. Hey, kid. You know me from lots of stuff, but from nothing at all. I, I'm the knockoff Christopher Lee. And as a politician. Name I'm three of my movies. Yeah, I didn't think so. But you know who I am. I'll see you later. That's I'm going to give a speech now. So he gives his little speech about how great why it is. Isn't, why isn't, but the thing is, why isn't Starfleet more bombed about this? Because, I mean, this could have caused a really serious... Uh, uh, confrontation. Well, it's like Dax said, though, is that you know when Cisco said, "How are we going to explain how our shuttlecraft or our runabout and you know these officers, you know, it's going to be put us in a bad position?" And Dax says, "Yeah, well, how are they going to explain the prisoners?" They just called a wash. They're like, "Okay." Hey, and so the embarrassment. It's like, "Hey, you said all of the POWs were released, and we just came home with twelve. What? 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 Okay." okay. So politically, it was more because the Cardassians, I mean, they're violent, very authoritarian, but they're very political. We, we pick up through this. I mean, they're very intriguing. Okay. All right. All right. But uh, so this guy, apparently some super popular guy. Everybody be loving him. He's not digging it. He's kind not freaking out by the crowd. Well, I mean, some people are made for that kind of stuff. Some people not so much. Well, yeah, but the next day he tries to stow away on a freighter heading to the Gamma Quadrant for two years. Yeah. And so Cisco gets him back. He's like, yeah, you got to explain this shit. And then he tells, like, how he, his resistance cell was up in the mountains and they ran out of food and supplies. And, and he came down, since he was the one with the phaser, he came down to, like, scout around and try to find some shit. And uh, he trips, falls down, and when he looks up, there's a naked Cardassian who's taking a bath, and it was he so uh, hot. 
you know, he's like, they make eye contact. The Cardassian starts to reach for his gun that's over on his the muscles. Were rippling and oh, shot. God, he looks so hot. And then, yeah. and then he took me from behind. He, he shot his load. <laughs> and and he fell down on top of him. And that's when his friends. I invert his Cardassian cock with my mouth. I'm just thinking, here's this, you know. made love. Your guys like lay wow, down under the. The Cardassian probably had a heart attack from the climaxing, and <laughs> which is the way to go. He, he just shot him with a phaser to make it look He got whiplash because he accidentally moved his neck. Coming when you're going. He's like, oh, my God, you made me come so hard my neck moved and I died. <laughs> and so then his friends get there and go, like, what, the, what the fuck's going on? He's like, oh, yeah, I shot him. I, he just fell on me. I Ooh. shot him. And even though everything we've seen about these blasters lately is have people throwing way back, he fell on me. And exactly. uh, why was his cock inside of you? That's hey, shut up. He fell very hard. <laughs> and as you can see, very hard. You want me to fall on you? Get him <laughs> off of me. Oh, I fell over. <laughs> oh, I fell over again. Maybe he shot him and then like the force, he bounced off the water and then bounced back on top of the water. <laughs> Like he did that 57 times <laughs> into my mouth yeah. <laughs> um yeah so and so what he's saying basically is he's a fraud like yeah. it, but he's not a hero started giving him credit for everything he's just some guy oh, who fucked a Cardassian <laughs> and he tried the, he tried to tell him that that's why they put him on a sex farm because <laughs> he was so good at it that's that's how he ended that's up true. there for 10 like, years. I'm going to kill all the Cardassians by sucking their life force out of their balls. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get stationed here, man. This Lee Nollis guy. Lee Nollis, man, he knows how to work it. So, uh, yeah, and that's what happens. Um, it was very nice of Cisco to not call him out on his bullshit story, though. Well, no, Cisco's like, hey, you know, sometimes you need the legend. Which which is very fucked by the Cardassians. Which is very reminiscent of Kalis. Like remember when Kalis came yeah. back and it's the clone and like we the legend is more important than the man. This this that was the only clunker for me. It's like oh this is very Kalis. What season was that? I already looked it up. Uh, Kalis was um, in the episode Rightful Air, which is season six. Right? six. Okay, so that was before this. Because this, aren't we like in season seven now, or is this season six? I don't know, man. You're, the Star, you're the Star Trek guy, Ben. Yeah, yeah but because we didn't it start, like, they, don't they overlap in season five and season one? I can't remember. 1993, yeah. is that right? Because it went off the air in 94, though. So 93 would have been... This is 93. This is 92-93. This episode aired... So this is sixth season of TNG. Uh, Hang on. Rightful, Rightful Air aired May 17th, 93. I can look DS9. DS9 season the homecoming. two. Uh, DS9 season two aired September 26, 93. So they're contemporary episodes. Yeah, so the guys who wrote one could have been around the guys who wrote the other and said, yeah, this theme works. Let's go with it. Yeah, this was September 26, 93. So six months later, eight months later, Rightful Air happens. But they, it is a very similar theme. Like, hey, they don't need you. They need the legend. Yeah. And so, so that's what ends up happening is Langela comes back and uh, says, hey, Kira, Pax Sand, uh, Lee's the new liaison officer. Hey, Kira, uh, we fucking hate you. Yeah. And then to be continued. Well, he totally calls her out when he, you know, when he pulls her aside and he's like, hey, you know, 
you really could have fucked things up. <laughs> hey, look, bitch, if you want to keep this job, you better start sucking. Yeah. I mean, of course, that's just my official capacity. Personally, uh, I think it was great what you did. But personally, I, uh, I would love to shove my dick in your butt. Yeah. Well, that's since you said no. I got two strips of gold press Latin. <laughs> I heard that's the going rate. I heard you work pretty cheap. That's what that guy on the sex farm told me. Well, that's what I was so excited about. Two strips? Man, I got 50 strips here. You better fuck a donkey for that. 25 days days worth of sex. (laughs) We almost forgot. uh, It's talking about five days worth of sex. (laughs) You've got uh, Quark and Rom uh, counting down (laughs) the the profits for the night. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Quark gets jumped by a bunch of creepy fucking. uh, It felt very uh, Game of Thrones to me, like uh, the the Sons of the Harpy or whatever. Oh, yeah. They branded him. That's kind of a yeah. hate. That's a hate crime, right? Is that a oh, hate yeah. crime? Branded him with the little the the circle emblem, which it seems kind of dumb because I mean, medicine being what it is, they're just going to take it right off. I but mean. it still hurts. And they could have picked a more uh, sympathetic character to do it to, because like most people aren't going to care that. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, but if they did it to like his brother, then you'd have been like, oh, his brother's an idiot. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, if they did it to like Dax. You know, then people would have taken it. Then I'd have been fucking mad, and I'd have kicked my own ass because I'd have been so I'm so mad. I'm so angry. You fucking pussies! You better do that, my tits. Come on, (laughs) brand me. (laughs) I got a worm inside me. (laughs) Brand the worm. (laughs) And the dudes in the masks like, what the fuck did you just see? (laughs) Just get a worm inside of her. I want to see the crazy ones. I want to see a doctor. He's like, no, 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 no. It's a symbiote. Like, it's supposed to be there. I agreed to. Why would you agree to that? Like, is this some Spider Man shit? Like, you you must have had no other options with your life if you agreed to take on some symbiote. Like, what the fuck, man? Are you venom? If I ring the bell, does that make the symbiote angry? uh, No, that's that's a different continuity. But yeah, I mean, I really wasn't doing much. I mean, I had just gotten back from Europe. I was backpacking. I was kind of like, you know, I need a new challenge. Uh, My friend was like, hey, you know, you can make a lot of money if you let him put a worm inside you. I was like, I could use some money. So I put a worm inside me and here I am. I mean, Two strips of gold pressed latinum for that. (laughs) I mean, you know, two strips of gold pressed latinum. I could either be fucking guys on a sex farm or just have a worm inside me. And and the worm isn't that bad. I got this military career. It's pretty awesome. I got a cool black friend. Like, it's it's worked out okay. Later, I marry a Klingon guy who's okay with me being a 90-year-old man. (laughs) I mean, like, what the fuck, right? And later on, I uh, move back to uh, Earth and uh, hook up with Becker. Yeah, look, look, yeah, look at my who's not in blackface, surprisingly. So it's kind of cool. Look at these tits, right? I mean, come on. Go press Latin and pay for those babies. <laughs> it all comes together. And that's the episode. This episode's really great. Like and, it's yeah, and it's a, to be continued because this is the for season two. It starts out with a three-parter. Yeah, which is cool. What? But they're not like, oh, Homecoming, part one, part two, and part three. It's just like Homecoming, and then yeah. you know, it goes to the next titles. So. Yeah, that's why when, like, when Jenny said, oh, this is a two-parter, no, it's a three-parter, I, I looked at the list of episodes, and I was like, well, it doesn't say part one or part two. So, yeah, okay. There's just kind of like an overarching theme. Like, I guess we're going to see more of The Circle. We're going to see more of uh, Corey Hart, and we're going to find out what happens yeah. to uh, Kira. This episode's cool. Like, I... Like, it was awesome. I was, I don't want to say I was, like, uh, engulfed in it, but I was really amped on it. Like, it was just, it just, 
it kept going on and on. I was like, wow, this is really great. Like, when is this going to end? How is this going to end? You know, like, compared like against TNG, where season two started with Rape Baby. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it but definitely got f- off on the right start here. For to be fair, some of season two, I mean, like, again, the one where Riker shows up on the ship with the Klingon ship is a good episode. Yeah. Uh, the Mentor. Measure of a Man is yeah. it. Measure yeah. of a Man's a great episode. I mean, like, there's. I'm just saying for the, to start off the season, yeah. they, they kick it off right with DS9. Yeah. My, my one beef was the Kalis vibe that you had with this guy, with Corey Hart. But I mean, like, this happened first. It's just. Yeah. It's new to me, so I guess TNG ripped it off from DS9. So They must have just tried it out, like yeah. the concept here, and it tested well. Yeah. Okay, we can that but yeah, it was really good, man. They bought it. Do it again. Cool, man. Let's just do this for every episode ever. Look, they need the stuff more than you. Uh, so yeah, shut up. When we get to Voyager, it'll be like, you know, third season, there'll be an episode where the legend needs to be. Wait. Well, you know, and I don't think people paid as much attention to tv back in the 90s as they do now well, you don't it's like now you have the internet and as soon as something happens you look it up like yeah. this sounds like something that i know i've seen that before i know i've seen it somewhere yeah. like we know too much of how the sausage is made now like back then you could just you knew that it came on at a certain time every week and you just watched it and enjoyed it but now and if there was like eight months between like you're not going to remember oh like, yeah I, no there's no I way. Saw that. like well everybody wanted to know how the sausage was made back then yeah. and now, now we, we know too much yeah. yeah now we know way too much we can't we can't unbite that apple yeah i agree i agree okay this episode's awesome. Like I, I couldn't have been happy with it. It was really great. So I'm gonna say uh, seven and a half. Mm. I'm gonna I, say an eight. Mm. I really liked it. I mm. think the reason I marked points off is that the part, like you said, was kind of heavy-handed with the oh, you know, we just need a legend. I was like, okay. I've, I've always been a fan of John Legend, so I'm going to go ahead and say a seven. <laughs> you're pandering. You're pandering to Dennis. Yeah. You're pandering. Because I mean, I've never even heard Dennis talk about John Legend. Je- Dennis, are you a John Legend fan? I can't tell you one song that he sings. I know he's a singer. He sings Ordinary People. That's a good song. We're just ordinary people. Okay. Yeah, driving around in ordinary cars. I like. Model lady. Yeah, he's Christy Teigen, who I always think is some other model lady. Yeah. Like I, every time I see her name, I think she's the lady who used to be engaged to Axl Rose. Mm-hmm. It was in the November Rain video. I'm like, why do they keep talking about her for? It's really cool. I, is that Cheryl Teagues that you're thinking? I, I don't know, man. It just I just get good-looking people confused. <laughs> now, I say this is a – I give it a seven as well. It's pretty good. A lot of stuff happens in this episode. Yeah. And I, I think, I don't know, do we rate this individually or do we come back after the third no. episode and then look back at it and say, okay, the, I think we could look at the entire story arc. We could do that as a whole arc, but I mean, like, as a, as a stand, because, I mean, we've always done it as standalone. As a standalone episode, this is mm-hmm. really, this is a good start. I'm excited to see where this goes. Like, I think it's cool, too, because this doesn't feel like a TNG two-parter where one part is awesome and the other part is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, this feels like it's going to be a continual s- story moving along because a lot of the times with the TNG two-parters, you'd have one theme and, and then, like, the Day to Dream episode, right? Like, yeah. 
and then and then well, and also like a lot of the TNG two parters, like their the, season finale. The cliffhanger is such like an impossible situation to get out of that they have to come up with some bullshit way for for it to resolve. Fucking Batman I mean, shows up and he shoots it. <laughs> <laughs> it shoots the rope with fucking, you know, uh, acid gas and shit. Yeah, exactly. James, but like James Bond and his magic belt. <laughs> like the cliffhanger here is that Kira lost her job, so it's not yeah. really unbelievable that she'll get her job yeah. back. You know and to I mean? be fair, she's kind of a shitty employee. Like yeah. I could see her getting fired. Cisco is probably like, eh, not so bad actually. You know, this was actually my recommendation, so I'm glad you did this, Frank Latango. I, I have a. Uh, you know, blackmail material on this guy. <laughs> so he has to do whatever I say. Yeah, so he's going to be sucking my big black dick. <laughs> yeah, because I know he's into that. Because he'd be working on a sex farm. I mean, come on. Who shoots somebody and they fall forward with the dick in the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you said at the start of the story he had his underwear on. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I turned around. Phaser vaporized. <laughs> See, that was exactly <laughs> the time that I was going to start doing my yoga routine and I'd gone to <laughs> dog and he fell and mounted me. <laughs> and Don't no, fall I, here. I dropped my phaser and I bent over to pick it up and as I did, I pulled down his underpants and stuck his dick inside my butt. <laughs> See, he momentarily disarmed me. And Accidentally. He took, my, he, he took my phaser and he, he was going to go gangsta and like, like put it in the sweat band or the, the, the elastic band of his underwear. In the this this one's getting shaky on you, Ben. <laughs> Wait, is, it, is this like a Plasco Burst joke abort, or something? Abort! <laughs> abort! Abort! Yes, that's where sweatpants to a club. Cardassians wear short shorts. So now he's wearing short shorts? What is going yeah. on here? This yes, they were hot pants. <laughs> Hot pants! I couldn't resist him. <laughs> and I mean, all the arrows pointing towards his genitals, man. Like it's even the underwear. They have. They don't have a six pack. They have a twelve pack, and it points right to their genitals. Hot pants. Oh, uh, forbidden love. Before we go, uh, real quick to plug some stuff that we're going to be doing. Plug away. I'm going to be at Intervention next week. Hey, now. Doing live uh, this weekend. You should do. Uh, you I'm should do live. Oh, that's cool. Since I'm there as press, I'm going to be doing live uh, Facebook live stuff. Are you going to dress? Forward. Are you going to dress like Kochek or Kolchek? I'm th- right, so here's the plan. He's the guy. Here's the plan. He's I, the I thought, this is the first time I've ever had an cold check. Cold check. This is my. This is my cold check. I'm taking your coats. Easy ticket. All right. <laughs> I, I only put away the uh, the, the, the spooky coats, <laughs> the seersucker suits. But no. Um. So this is my first time working with a press pass. Nice. Right. So I'm going to do famous press from history. Something about Friday. Uh, I'll go in character as young uh, Mark Twain. Nice. And you got to keep the voice the whole time. The whole time. Uh, now, Tom, now, Tom was Mr. Schultz. That you was on the A-team. Yes, of course it is. Yes. Now, Saturday, I will be, uh, I'm thinking of going in character as uh, Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. Right. And then Sunday will be Kolchak. What about Upton Sinclair? You should be him. Oh. See, I don't do a good Upton Sinclair yet. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody does a good Upton Sinclair, but I mean. 
maybe maybe be like a uh, maybe be Citizen Kane. What Hurst? Yeah, he's well. No, be Citizen Kane, like the guy from the movie who what is Hurst. Yes, but be Citizen Kane because he's a newspaper man. He's yellow journalism, friend. Well, see, the thing is, though, is that I can shave, right? But keep, your pubes, you know, the, 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 the goatee, and have the young Mark Twain look. Okay, all right. And then shave the rest of it off Saturday for the uh, Hunter S. Thompson, mm-hmm. and then go into uh, Sunday with the uh, seersucker suit. Shave your pubes. Shave my pubes like Kolchak. Kolchak was well known for his clean shaven pubes. And then the really cool thing, though, is, uh, and I'm not sure if this will get, I will be with Ginny at uh, Hampton Comic Con. Oh, cool. I'll be there, too. Oh, yeah. Yay. My, my pubes will be shaved. I'll be there, so, too. Oh, really? So, oh, Dennis, if you're not doing anything, would you like to join Ginny and I? For a Star Trek Menage a trois. Mm. Hey, I can't be in the po- I can't be on the panel, you fucking jerk. You're gonna be. Bi- it's a, it's a short show. It's a one day yeah. show. So I'm good. I don't want to be there. I don't want to get yelled at. Let Dennis get yelled at for a show. Where's kilt guy? Dennis, Bring on, fucking kilt guy. Dennis will enjoy getting yelled at by someone other than his wife and children. <laughs> yeah, it w- would be a nice thing. <laughs> so um, I think. You know, what was I gonna say? Um, That'd be a fun time. And so I didn't know you were coming back in town for. Uh, I'm dry. My, I'm t- my wife has taken off Friday. I'm driving in Friday. I'm going to stay at Drew's house in Hampton. I'm going to do the show, maybe sleep that night, and then drive home the next morning. Okay. Oh, whatever, man. It's. Uh, so, yeah, I, hey, this book ain't selling itself. Did did Drew register as like an Airbnb and make you like check in and stuff? On, I just got to pay app? him in sex. Oh. So, <laughs> which I would do anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As our previous show appearances have shown. He actually didn't even request it. I'm just assuming. Yes. He's going to volunteer. He's going to be standing at the foot of his bed waiting. Saying, what would you think I would do at this moment? (laughs) (laughs) I love that song. Um, But, yeah, what were we talking about? Um, Uh, How awesome it's going to be for all of us to get together in the same room with a microphone. I was thinking about something, but I I totally slipped my mind. Oh, no, Ben, what you should do is do a a panel at Intervention about how to do uh, a a podcast that everyone is going to steal shit from. That should be (laughs) you. Well, like what you do is you do something really fun and creative and innovative and then just not do it for like two years and everybody steals your shit because you're not around. It's co- not you know what you do? Business. This is what you call the, this is what you call the panel call looting the corpse. <laughs> or imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Yeah. I think we will be recording playing Dr. Podcast in the Ooh, bar. Fun. That's awesome. That well, is the, we took two years off. Yeah. And I will be, <laughs> uh, I talked to Torres and I will be getting with him at intervention and oh, we're cool. recording a, a special conspiracy episode. Oh, that's, I would love to listen to that. So the idea is that I'm going to write Can't. down a bunch of conspiracies on strips of paper and then pull them out of the hat and then try to sell him on. If it's a real, just, you know what the conspiracy could be? Everyone is the same. And the hat, you just keep pulling the same one, man. That's conspiracy. Now, what about this Hillary Clinton body double thing? Is that going to be in there? I can, or, I can see or is that, that not a real yet. one yet? I'm, I'm going to, that's the thing is I'm making up stuff too and putting okay. it. Okay, I'm telling you, my Hillary Clinton Twilight Zone episode, it's coming. 
it's coming. She's going to get elected president, and then she's going to die, just like it would happen on the Twilight Zone. I'm telling you. And then President Kane. President Kane. That just sounds evil. But that was my that was my thing. Twilight. She's a perfect Twilight Zone character. Like all she wants, she's driven by this desire to be president. And as she's getting closer to it, her health is breaking down. She's going to get elected. She's going to die. And then that's the end of the episode. It, it's, 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 she has to be president forever. Insert Rod Serling. She can never stop being president. <laughs> Or she, or she has to be a president. So after president of the United States, she has to be she has president to be, of the chess club. For, or president <laughs> of the auxiliary. President of the greater uh, Washington area. How, how is she not destroying Donald Trump? Because she's Hillary Clinton. <laughs> like, she, I mean, it's, it's like There's I, a lot of stupid people in this country. Sp- now, I've, I've read things that they're not. Uh, I want to just say that. I mean, she, she owns a lot of it herself. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily all her fault, but people just don't like her. I've also read, too, that they're not really polling a lot of younger voters. Like, mm. I don't know if that's conspiracy theory. You can throw that to Torres, but, like, she must be the shittiest candidate. In the, I mean, she can't beat a guy who's trying to lose. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's, like, a certain percentage that will always vote for the candidate of their party no matter what. Yep. So that, I think somebody had said before that's like right around 40 or 42% or something like that. Yeah. And they're both polling like in that neighborhood. So that's like the swing voters or independent voters or whatever you want to call them are all looking for other options. Like there's no, I mean, I've been saying there's no way she could lose. Like how is she going to, I mean. I'm kind of upset about everything because I really don't want to vote. Like I, I just don't want to vote, but I feel like I might have to if it's close, just because I think uh, Trump would be pretty awful. She's winning Ohio. Like, she's losing Ohio right now. Like, I don't even know how that's feasibly possible. Like, like how does she, how is she not? Uh, that's your state, man. Talk to your people. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know a lot of people. <laughs> that's the problem. That's, I got to go out there and tell them, like, I, I guess. But I mean, how- all the best people. He, you don't have to tell him to vote for Hillary. Just tell him to vote for somebody other than Trump. I mean, if you want to, honestly, if you want to vote for a Republican, I was looking at this today. Evan Gary, John, Gary Johnson's the only Republican that's running this Well, year. if you want to vote for a Republican, vote for fucking Hillary Clinton. She's kind of there. I mean, she's big business. She likes war, you know? She wears weird – who dresses her, by the way? She, I'm telling you, she reminds me of the lady from Futurama, the, the, old, the old woman that runs the – Ma? The, yeah, Ma. Like, she's totally <laughs> like Ma. Or Mom. It's Mom, isn't it's it? It's Mom. Mom. Yeah, it's Mom. It's she's Mom. Mom. And she's got – that's why she has that Mom can of anchovies She with tries it. to play, like, that nice, like, folksy, like, oh, shucks. But I think nobody buys that shit anymore. Like, everybody knows – Does she, like, slaps <laughs> Chelsea on the head behind <laughs> You fucking idiot. <laughs> My favorite thing was the, uh, the, the hot sauce in the purse on the radio station. Oh, God, that was yes. When uh, she – it was after Lemonade came out. Yes. And she's like, I've got my hot sauce too. And and one of the uh, the hosts, well, how did he said? They uh, said, don't you think that that's going to seem like you're trying to pander? And she just says, well, is it working? <laughs> I, well, because if it's not, I'll stop. <laughs> I mean, that's that's. At least thing. it was honest. At, yeah. I, at this point, I just give credit to anybody in the game that's being honest. Well, no, no, they're all idiots. When they ask him about Aleppo. 
and he gives an honest he's like i, I don't know what? what's in aleppo what's in aleppo yeah isn't but that a, isn't that a weird australian animal that has like a pouch <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes Wait, that's a llama he researches it and stuff and you know he's like yeah i, I didn't you know I, I was up early this and that he, but he he's being honest about it. he's like i i didn't know it at the moment i was Look, I parted. there was I a mean, chick in the front aren't really big on foreign policy anyway. well that's because they want to get out of all that shit anyway and yeah. they didn't expect to like get any press yeah. So. Look, there was a chick. There was a chick in the front row with huge knockers. Uh, I couldn't stop staring at her giant. I would vote for that guy. I couldn't stop staring at her giant <laughs> gazangas. What was, what was the? the I wish somebody would say something like that. <laughs> I was wondering if she. I'm shared. sorry. This guy has a heart on right there. I can <laughs> clearly see it through his pants. I was wondering if she shaved her bush or not. Like, and if she did, like, how short it would be? Would it be like a V or a landing strip or maybe a cool design or something? Mr. Clinton, please. <laughs> and like, you know, I was really, you know, thinking about banging her, bleeding over this thing, and taking her to the SpaceX farm. And, uh, <laughs> Excuse me. What is Aleppo? I don't fucking know right now. I don't know, man. I'm thinking about two bars of gold pressed latinum. I'm and- wondering if she'll Aleppo me. Fuck her ass. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> he would be president for eight years. This land is your land. <laughs> this land is my land. I want to fuck this chick. <laughs> fuck her titty. <laughs> Yeah, I, somebody was saying um, on Twitter that if you listen to the podcast, you have to be prepared because it's really dirty. And I described it as like, picture Red Fox doing a, a <laughs> Star Trek podcast. Like, that's the easiest way to figure it out. If Red Fox and Eddie Murphy got together with Richard Pryor and said, let's make a podcast, and then the uh, the the Jewy Wop guy from the, the 90s. Sammy Davis Jr.? <laughs> I knew a man, Bojangles, and he danced for you. I know what y'all be uh, the black guys on there. What, what's the uh, the guy, uh, the, the A-O-A? Uh, Joe Pesci? Dickory, Dickory Doc. Oh, Dice Clay. Oh, Thank you. I thought you were talking about Sammy Davis Jr. I love Sammy Davis Jr. Hey. Yeah, I don't know. Is he, is he Wappy? Is he Jewy? I, I, I don't know. He's New Yorky. I love Sammy Davis Jr. He's a really great singer. Like, I know if you go back and listen to a lot of his catalog, it's very – Sammy's a great performer. What a, I love Sammy. I mean, one of the first songs I could sing was a TV theme, of course, but, you know, don't go to bed. With no, no price on your head. Oh, no. Don't do it. That would be a great comic, like, because the idea of this weird private investigator who had a pet bird. Yeah, like yes, it's, but it's a very successful TV series. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I'm surprised it hasn't been rebooted, is what I'm saying, in some ah. form or another, because, like, they've taken, like, Six Million Dollar Man and, like, some of these other 70s TV shows and rebooted them as comics. Yeah. I don't know, but whatever. What show is this? Uh, Beretta. You never watched Beretta? With uh, Robert, oh. with Robert, um, wife, Robert Killer, Blake. yeah, <laughs> Blake, Blake, keep your eye, Robert Blake, ah, he's on the shadow. Yeah, his ex-wife that he murdered it and got away with. Did he get away with it? Yeah, yes, he did. I think he paid like a civil. He had to pay. Yeah, I, I think he did. He in jail for like <laughs> six months or something stupid. He was like the. This is the original OJ. No, this was around. This, this was contemporary. Mm-hmm. These are contemporaries. And he was a little rascal too, wasn't he? When he mm-hmm. was a kid. Which one was he? 
Uh, the oh, little sorry. one. I stand corrected. He was acquitted. Yeah, this was a time when you could kill people and get away with it. Yeah. If you were like, celebrity, or, or yeah. famous, as people. long as you were willing to pay the civil penalty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was the thing. Like you could kill somebody, and be like, "Yeah, I'll pay you, whatever." Because OJ did it, and then he did it, and then like there was a couple. I want to say there was no, a, no. If if OJ Phil's, did it, this this is how he would have done it. Phil Spector was the only guy that the famous guy that went to jail. And I think he's still in jail. Is he the one that started the downhill thing where now they actually go to jail for murder? Yeah, I think so. But it was a different he time. Everybody now he's locked behind four walls of sound. Great producer though. Produce, let it be. Phil Spector. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Um, that's the podcast. Thank you for listening. We had a wonderful time recording. And then season one is off to a great start. I'm looking forward to it. Season two, excuse me. Season two of DS9. The Circle. Circle of Life. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. And we didn't wave that time. Good job. Uh, Dennis, uh, there you go. A bunch of fucktards. darts. <laughs>